This is the part of the show where we thank you, the ice cream truck drivers. Thank you, ice cream truck drivers. These are the people that deliver that fucking ice cream straight to your fucking ear holes. Whoa, language. Right now, I'd like to thank Darth Scooper, David Johnson, David Walker, Dead Laszlo, Dirty Old Scoop, Dr. Scoop Little, and Elton Magic Scoop. If you want to be one of these fine, fine ice cream truck drivers, head over to preachingfun.com. That is where you can go to sign up to be an ice cream truck driver. Who knows? The life you save may be your own. Bum, bum, bum. It's very dramatic. <laughs> very dramatic. Just like this show. Hey, Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great. Let's go. Welcome, everyone, to a very special episode of Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Yes. Uh, let's go. Uh, uh, we have Stacey Stardust in the studio. We should have we do. Yes, if you hear the voice, it's her. That's her. Or for, 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 for another one. Go to his therapist. Paul everyone. It's time for Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me in Pittsburgh is Paul Mattingly. Across from me in Las Vegas, that's Mr. Matt Donnelly. And the Nobs and Dows, Jacob, the audio guy. Oh, I love that guy. We're, We're preaching fun. fun. Hey, Stacey, how's it going? Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, 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 we're having you in because you you were very kind enough to invite me to be in a show that you host. So you host uh, Secret uh, sorry, Secret Circus Vegas. Correct, yeah. Right yeah. here in town. Excited to have you there. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Oh, you haven't it. seen him before? Uh, I've uh, seen yeah. pieces. I've seen pieces. If you had seen his act before, you wouldn't be nearly as excited. This is why I'm saying, like, thank you Ouch. so much. Like, everyone else has said no. So yeah. I really appreciate it. I feel like I make a wish kit right now. It's very <laughs> nice of you to let me do this. Just put me in early and yeah. then get me off stage as fast as possible. Don't worry about bowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no one will miss me at the bows. Yeah. It's okay. Um, uh, so, this is a new project for you? New ish? Uh, year and a half. Year and a half. Yeah. Uh, and what, uh, what motivated the creation of it and what's it been like for, for you? Yeah, basically, uh, one of my friends, he had bought a new bar at the time. He just renovated the theater. It's kind of like a a dive bar in the arts district called Artifice. And he had uh, recently hired me to do a private walk around, uh, gig for a nonprofit, um, for the governor and he and he wanted me to dress up in my showgirl costume while I did the magic and everyone loved it he was so happy with it and he said well you know we just have this new stage do you have a show i'd love to have you do something here maybe something with uh, like magic and showgirls and i said well i'm new to performing i don't have my own show yet but uh at the time i was uh hosting a circus meetup once a week um at a local park here sunset park and so I knew a lot of people in the community. Right. And because I knew so many different varieties of types of people uh, or types of performers, um, I was like, wait, I don't have my own show, but I know a lot of people and I have an idea for a show. Um, let me throw something together. And my idea was, you know, just have people try out new acts and um, get stage time and just have a crazy variety show for all my friends. Um, because we're in Las Vegas, Nevada, and there was no real We're space. spoiled here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's just so many artists and so little venues and so much competition, but there's no real place for people to try out their new material. Right. And so I told him this concept of a show, and he said, that sounds amazing. When can you start? I said, give me a month. He put it in the calendar. And at first, he's like, yeah, let's do this every week. And I said, I don't think you know all the work it takes to produce a show. Yeah. Um, I was like, let's try every other week. And so the for, for the first six months, I was 
producing and creating a new two-hour-long show every other week and marketing, and I I burnt out after six months. I just burst into hives for you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's so hard. It really is in this town. Either you have to do it every day or once a month. There really is no in-between. They're really just the, the, the way Las Vegas handles it. I talk about it all the time here where, like, I, you know, some of my magic shows I do in L.A., and everyone always is like, where can I see you in Vegas? And I was like, well, it's hard to see. <laughs> I was like, every night we if can they want for coffee. to. If they want to, they can see, you know, Piff, Penn and Teller, right. Copperfield, Franco. They can see those guys every night mm-hmm. if they want to. So the locals know they can be entertained every night. They know it in the back of their heads. So it's very hard to feel like they can also come spend a week with uh, every week with you, you know. Well, it's yeah. hard to get people up for every week, but you know every every month, well now you've got 3 weeks in between. You can kind of start keep reminding people, and, "Hey, this thing's this thing's still going to happen." And you if know, I had a blast a month ago, I go like, "Oh shoot, I, I had fun. I want to go to that again." You yeah. know what I mean? Like like right. but whereas like every week you're like, "I don't want to make this my life." Right. You know, I can go sure. and see other shows. But uh, uh, so you've been doing now monthly now. Yeah, so now it's once a month. Well, also with Vegas, there's more shows per you know square foot than oh, anywhere sure. else in the world. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. More competition than anywhere else in the world. Um, but, but you yeah. said you said that you started uh, performing late. W- 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 how were you into magic before performing magic? Or uh, a little bit. Um, I kind of basically I got into magic about four years ago. Mm-hmm. And then I went full time about two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. But the first year was just close up magic. What okay. were you doing before then? Um, I used to like hula hoop down on Fremont Street okay. for tips. Um, so street entertainer. Yeah, yeah. I'm I glad would... you said for tips. <laughs> you were just, like for exercise. For exercise. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. And then I would also dress as a Vegas showgirl on the strip mm-hmm. and take money with uh, take money take, <laughs> take money. pictures and money yeah, with tourists. You <laughs> act like you misspoke, but you did not yeah, misspeak. Yeah. It's just accurate. <laughs> yes. Now that has changed a lot over time as well, hasn't it? Uh, there's so many companies out now who rent their costumes to yeah. showgirls that there's like. What is it? So like, honestly, do you, this is kind of a fun topic. Do you, yeah. you want to like lift the veil on this because this seems sure. like a crazy thing for it's tourists. Wild. And especially now, it's starting, it's starting to get, like, it's starting to turn a little bit reputationally now. Now mm-hmm. it's kind of known like a big hustle. Right. So, so what, what was that world like for you? And can you break it down for our listeners? Yeah. Um, I mean, it, when I first started, I worked for a company. So basically what they do is they rent out these showgirl costumes. Mm-hmm. So they rent it to cost you money to get the costume. Right, right. Um, so it's basically like a four-hour shift, and they schedule you with one other girl and so you and this girl walk around the strip mm-hmm. on Las Vegas, and you basically change in your car in the parking garage. Oh, my God. And then you walk out there, and you basically just try to get people to stop and take photos. And then once, you know, you say, oh, is it cool? Is a tip okay? And they're like, yeah, fine. And then after the photo, then you usually start with a really high number that the tip is that, you know, and then you kind of work down from there. So it's right. a little bit of a hustle. You Which know? is what people don't like. The, the, of course. The, the right. starting with the high number is what people don't like now. Right, right. And that's, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, kind of, it's kind of funky. So when you were getting, uh, were, was, this, was this job getting tough for you or old for you? Were you bored with it? Or how, when, what were your feelings with it when, when you, you basically just found magic and found a way away from it, right? Right. When I first started, it was great. The money was great. But then... All of these companies – well, I eventually – I left the company pretty quickly 
Um, I'm big in costume design, so I created my own costume. Okay. And I trained my my friend um, how to sell, how to hustle. Mm-hmm. And so basically, her and I were making more money than anyone else. So we left the company, made our own. And costumes. you don't have to pay your own. You have to pay the company. Right. You have right. To pay out exactly. How much did you have to pay the company that you rented your costume from? Um, I believe it was sixty dollars per girl for the four hour shift. Oh, so you're so you're, so you're sixty off, bucks in the hole. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. the time. Right. 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 So, this, do you know? Do you know? This my, reminds. Go ahead. Well, no, <laughs> SJ has a weird connection to all of this. My wife. My wife is, is Sarah Jessica. Uh, Sarah Jessica Rhodes. She's a, a singer and performer in town. Rhodes. Here. What? I just remember <laughs> oh, yeah, last yeah. name. <laughs> uh, the call back to like two months ago. Uh, so she, when we first moved here, though, about sixteen ish years ago. We're fairly sure that she was one of the first, if not the first, people in town doing this gig. Right. Because she did it at Fremont down at the at the Golden Gate. And they didn't have all the Fremont performers out there, or the people who were out there were just straight-up performers. Nobody was doing pictures for Right, tips. right, right, right. Oh, wow. And so the Golden Gate Casino hired her through this agency to, to do this, to do, uh, you know, tip, uh, tip photos outside. And then they loved it. And then... It kind of expanded from there into this huge thing, but the agent that she was working with, it was so much worse than the sixty bucks off the top. The agent that she was working with wanted fifty percent of the take, oh, just straight up sheesh. five zero percent uh, of the take. Fucking a man! And I said something to that agent along the lines of, "Well, no, we're not going to do that. Here's here's a hundred bucks." Look, I'm not lying. Paul and I, I joked about this. I. Flirt, I we, I floated the idea. We both have been uh, had, our, had our ups and downs with with jobs in this town. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought it'd be funny for Paul and I to do the reverse thing. If Paul and I dressed up like showgirls and asked for photos right. as burly men, I thought that'd be a fun gig. And looking into it, that's why I started to feel like as oh, oh, this is all really heavily figured out. Yeah, and a lot of are... people who want to like chop up money and that kind of stuff, and it's really competitive. That's and all it. That yeah, stuff. but I feel like you would do great, honestly, both of you and little showboy costumes. Well, it's yeah. it's, still, it's still always on the table. <laughs> you know, thanks for the flattery. No, but I think people would love it honestly yeah, like yeah. people would be like oh my god that's so cool because people no one's ever done that and it's right. funny and fun and right so, yeah well it's, it's still there right. I, I still have kids who need to go to college <laughs> we'll see you everybody <laughs> later <laughs> well my two boys need to go to college i'm sure that'll be still be on the table it's a possibility Just grow my beard out a little longer it'd be even that's better right. when we're in our 60s matt that'd be the time to do it that is true just old bears <laughs> old, dressed yeah, up old as, bears just uh, doing headdresses on yeah <laughs> you want a picture Spent plenty of time uh, out on the strip uh, hustling uh, cards for absinthe. And, oh yeah, uh, I spent a lot of time down on Fremont working at the uh, the old zombie hole for a while, and we would do shows out there and everything. So I would see some of the performers, mostly the 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 calypso drum man, the steel drum guy. That was mostly I saw, but uh, uh, because yeah, he's awesome. Th- so you were down on Fremont uh, a good a good amount then. Most of it, I did the strip. I did Fremont a few times. Okay, um, yeah. Because that's a different vibe. Where was the best spot on the strip? Oh. Oh, can we guess? <laughs> sure. Out front of Bally's? Oh, Bally's is good. I was going to say now Bellagio. Now the horseshoe. I was going to say in front of Bellagio. Bellagio seems like fountain. you'd be shooed away real fast. There's just, the thing is, it's so loud and there's so many people and there's so much stuff going on. You want it where there's steady crowd, but not too much crowd. Okay. People will just ignore you. They're all talking to each other. They talk oh. over you. But if there's just a couple people, you can kind of pick them away. This is the inside mm, scoop. I like this talk. I like yeah. this talk. <laughs> uh, so what was your hot spot? My hot spot was basically the bridge from Planet Hollywood to the Cosmo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then basically making a loop around 
across Bellagio, back through Cosmo to Planet Hollywood, uh, and just going, um, walking slowly. They just passed a law that you can't stop on those bridges anymore. Yeah. Do you I'm, know that? That's been a law for a while, actually. Oh, okay. Quite well, a few just, years. They just officially made it like a specific. They just did like, something uh, along those lines. Yeah, it yeah. came into effect this year. Right. Uh, where you can't stop. Other people, that's that's the, the, there might have been like loitering laws or something like that, but like they're now, if you sh- if you are stopping other people from moving, yeah, it's called obstruction of walkway. They can give you a ticket for it, yeah, um, especially with the big feathers and stuff. Um, yeah, but yeah, anytime you're just stopped and you you're not allowed to have your speaker or anything on the actual floor okay. on the strip, so everything has to be on your person and you have to constantly be walking. So you got to wear the headdress plus accoutrements all carried in like this crazy backpack? Well, we don't carry anything with us. We just have like yeah. a little fanny pack. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's yeah. about it. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, like the, the dancers and singers and people like that that are out there, they're, when they're hustling, they've got a little Bluetooth speaker hooked onto their waist or something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Do you, are you done with it, or do you think you'll still do it for fun once and now and time again? Gosh, I can't see myself going back to it. It's a lot. So basically, when you're on the strip, you're dealing with everybody who's drunk and wild, mm-hmm. and so here I, I am. I apologized. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine the drunken Just, uh, aspect of that. Very that can't hard. be fun. Yeah. That's the energy is wild. Yeah. So it's like, I'm tired and exhausted. I'm like, Hi, guys. Welcome to Vegas. Do you want a photo? Oh, my God. You guys are so funny. Oh, my God. You guys are so cool. Woo! Let's get drunk. Shots. Oh my gosh, I feel like a million dollars, Jacob. I'm just overwhelmed. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot. And then on top of that, um, about a year ago, there were two showgirls who got stabbed. That was awful. That's uh, fucking right. On yeah. The strip. Yeah. The guy killed Ooh, one of them. Oh, that's scary. <sighs> Just random, when, just random weirdness. It was random, and it was during the day. It wasn't like yes. late at night. It wasn't yeah, yeah. in an alleyway. It was just right out there in the strip. Yeah, that'll make that'll give you pause for sure. Yeah, and there's just so much competition now. There's showgirl sets on every corner, and now there's all these YouTube videos about how it's such a scam, and you need to watch out. And so people are more aware yeah. of the hustle. So it's just you know, you walk up to somebody and you're like hi, and they're like no, and you're like I said hi. Oh, that's tough. Right. That's, that's tough both directions. That really is tough because right. you people are because there are assholes doing it too. Yeah. There are nice people who are just do who are just like out there doing their thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, totally. But also, it brings that thing of like you talked about, like SJ when we first moved here. This reminds me of Times Square. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you first moved to New York, you could be in a comedy show. They're like, oh, audition and yeah. be in an improv show and perform in Times Square every night. When you just moved to New York, you're like Times Square. Yeah, and then what happens is you you audition, you do whatever the fuck, and they go, all right, you're in tonight, but. You have to sell, uh, right? You have to sell ten tickets at you thirty dollars each. It's all bringer show to the show for you to for you to do it. And so you spend all day on Times Square hmm. hawking your improv tickets, yeah. so that you can perform that night. Oh. And it's like it's such a, a racket, you know, because you want to be like, I look, I'm already performing in New York, Ma. Like yeah. I already, I'm already <laughs> here in Times Square. Uh, and it just preys on that that yeah. new movement thing. So I imagine now, if you move to town looking for a gig, one of the first ones you can probably pick up is some one of these companies hustling you into. This photo gig, right? For sure. Yeah, I mean it's it can be good, but it's also like this this time of year. I guess to thirty degrees in Vegas, and oh, you're yeah, in these yeah. little bikinis, yeah. and it's just like freezing your tuchus off. Mm-hmm. And during the winter, nobody's outside. It's 112. Everybody's sweaty and gross. They don't want to take photos, right? Um, so it's you know there's only a certain time of year, and you have to see when there's not other showgirls out, and it's 
No, I just I hated every bit of it. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. It's really I was, hard. I was like, <laughs> you didn't sound like you were so moved on at the beginning. Now I'm getting we're getting more of the truth, which is great. Yeah, because also what you're up to is fantastic. So magic is is one way that you find that you can get off this gig and move on to other gigs. Who? How do you find magic? Who 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 introduces you to different concepts? How do you start working on it? How did you get into it? Yeah, um, I basically first got into magic. Um, I broke my leg roller skating. And so everybody who gets into magic has an injury or illness story at the beginning of their getting into magic. Right, right. Because you can lie in bed and work on card tricks. It's great. Um, That's hysterical. Yeah. He's not lying. You know, yeah. most of the crazy guys who are crazy good at cards usually had some kind of childhood disease or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That they got passed up. For sure. Or time in prison, which you can also vouch for right. if you Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I'm joking. You didn't go to prison. No. Uh, um, but, uh, not yet. <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, so, uh, how did you get into magic? So, you broke your leg? Yeah, I broke my leg. Um, I was at this giant skate park uh, going down this huge bowl, and I okay. just started getting back into like quad skating. Um, what does and- quad skating mean? Um, so there's rollerblading and then there's skateboarding and then there's roller skating, which is with the four wheels. Okay. Yeah. Um, got it. And quad so- means four, Jacob. Nailed it. <laughs> and so basically That's why we keep them around folks. Yeah. Yeah. My Latin. I know my Latin. Yeah. I broke my leg. And then, so I was stuck at home and I reached and I'm very high energy, as you can tell, very fidgety. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, I am not going to be able to be stuck at home and not drive. So I reached out to one of my friends in the community and I had a bunch of friends because of my meetups. And one of my friends, he's a juggler, but he's also a magician. His name is Chuck Lane. Mm-hmm. And so I reached out to him and said, hey, I'm stuck at home. Could you come over and teach me some card tricks? He's like, absolutely. I would love to. So you really just asked to learn card tricks on the spot just out of boredom? Yeah, yeah. Um, you had been I mean, kind of thinking about it before? or You'd you be kind of mm, toying with the idea? Or was it just truly just out of the Broken blue? news I resolutions. Mean, okay, this is well, the year I'm going to learn magic. <laughs> a little bit of backstory. I mean, I did. I dated a magician for like nine years, but I never. Oh, I knew mm, something was. Yeah. Never got into magic when we were together. Did you have to go in any weird boxes or anything? I wish. I wanted to. He oh, wouldn't I, let me on stage with him. I was like the personal assistant, the, the computer assistant. The... <laughs> We're all just trying to hold our tongues to ask from who it was. I know. But yeah. We don't need to. He doesn't want to say. We don't want to say. He deserve the credit. That's no, he's true. amazing. He's a great We want to know off air. And so I had been around magic, but I never asked him how he did his tricks. Right. I was never interested in getting into magic when we were together. Like, I helped him make some props and helped him with some backstage shenanigans. <laughs> but um, I always wanted to be on stage. He's like, I'm a mentalist. I don't need a stage assistant. Like, oh, that narrows it down. Um, and so basically, um, yeah, we broke up. And then I was on stage once. Um, Jeff McBride had a... A show called Wonderground. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Legendary before the pandemic. (laughs) Uh, Monthly meetup of magicians. uh, Jeff runs a fantastic magic school. Uh, Jeff McBride was a very famous magician uh, back in the day. Mm -hmm. And a very uh, well-renowned magic teacher now. And so Wonderground was considered quite the hang. It never quite picked back up the way it was before the pandemic. Yeah. And so there was um, a mutual magician friend. And he's like, hey... Um, Jeff's going to let me borrow this illusion and I need an assistant. Do you want to do it with me? And I was a like, box. Oh, yay, I get to do the thing that I I'll never be in the box. To do. I get to do the thing. <laughs> and I was so excited. And it was this um, suspension act where he like levitated me on a broomstick bristles. And it was so crazy and cool. 
And after, but the thing is, there was the whole leading up to it. Like I drove to LA to rehearse with him once a week. And then I came up with the music. I came up with the choreography. I came up with the costuming. And I'm like, wow, there's so much to magic. Like, it's basically theater. Like, you, there's scripting. And in doing that, you discovered that the assistants do all the work. A hundred percent. Yep. This case, even more. Yeah, for sure. And you have a dance background? No, I, I oh. don't have any background. I just love everything. Okay, fine. <laughs> love learning. And so, yeah, we did this act together, and it was incredible. And I was like, this is so much fun. I didn't realize how much how cool magic can be. And then being a Nobody's ever said that sentence before. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, there have been plenty of people who held that optimism, but yeah. just never quite carried the way Stacy says it. That's right. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. But I'm just a very passionate human. Um, and I was into hula hooping. And I found out that there's this routine in magic called linking hula hoops. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And so I started to learn this routine. And then in my head, I'm like, wait a second. Linking plastic is not that magical. Like linking metal is cool, like solid going through solid. But metal's kind of easy to like manipulate and it melts and it's not like. So I'm like, this is fun because I am a hula hoop artist, but this isn't magical. I want to do stuff that I watch and like, oh my God, that's Stacey, real magic. The fact that you immediately became dismissive of linking rings put you so far ahead <laughs> of so many people starting <laughs> magic. So many magicians get caught up thinking that that's a good trick. That's it. And that lay people like it. It's and they waste so much time uh, uh, trying to entertain people with it. And the general audience just doesn't give a shit yeah. about linking rings. If you're going to do a linking ring trick all those fledgling fledgling magicians out there if you're gonna do a linking ring bit you got to expand it you got to do some other (laughs) twist on it you can't just do the linking rings thing that you find on youtube or find in a book you got to do something else on top of it everybody knows about the fucking linking rings yeah (laughs) yep 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 uh, you but, think uh, people good. don't think that springs can be that small? People know that. But uh, good. So you moved past it. Yeah. What was next then? Um, next, um, basically, uh, my leg started to heal, and then the a gover- miracle. Next trick is my leg is <laughs> completely healed. My leg is Ta-da! healed, and then the government shut everything down, and uh-huh. I was stuck at home right after my leg healed. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm stuck at home again. Let me get out the cards. So I started playing more with magic. Or actually, right before the government shut down, there was a little gap there. I went to Jeff McBride's master class. Mm-hmm. So I took his week-long course of everything magic and learned all the cool little things and kind of tried to figure out what or where I wanted to go in magic. And when I first started, you know, I'd just gotten out of a huge relationship. We we're together for nine years. And so I was on this new path of finding my individuality and who I am and all that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. When did the ex-boyfriend get wind <laughs> that you were getting into oh, magic after you were Good with question. I'm not sure. I mean, we started. Or is he finding he out now? Is he finding out oh, right now? Is he finding out right now this episode? <laughs> <laughs> He's never been to one of my shows, but we're, we're... Do you want him to go to your show? Sure. Right. Everyone should come to my show. I mean, if they like themselves. <laughs> if he buys a come... ticket. Yeah. If they like themselves. No, no, no. Put that bar lower. <laughs> we can... <laughs> we're trying to fill up February 4th. I'm doing uh, right. Stacey's show. Uh, uh, please, if you like yourself or you don't like yourself, come on out to the show. We don't want to We don't want to exclude people who loathe themselves from coming <laughs> to see a good show oh on a God. Sunday night. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Jackpot Bar and Grill, February 4th. Come yeah, on February out. 4th. Uh, our friend uh, Jobeth Bowers, Judgmentalist, will be uh, out there doing a. He's flying out just to do this show. Oh, great. 
I mean, he's flying out to do other things. But this remind will be the me, first remind show. me when we're closer to this. I think I can come to this too. Oh yeah, Sunday night, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday, Sunday night. night. Sunday, Sunday night at eight thirty. Yeah, yeah. I pulled uh, up the website. And here's the other thing <laughs> I'm excited about in this show. Stacy encourages people to throw money on stage like like we're drag queens. Yes. Mm-hmm. And smart. and I never get to do shows like that. No one ever casts me in shows where people throw money on stage. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it's just like it's it's, it's all the time. Like when uh like when I was trying to be an actor, like if 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 if, if girls were being asked to be scantily clad, it was for sexual purposes. If I was being asked to be scantily clad, it's because I was playing Cupid or something fat or something gigantic where I was supposed to be laughed at. If there's an actual moment where people authentically throw money at me, oh, I'm gonna I have a suggestion. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking bask in it. I have yeah. a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you get your hands on a small shop vac? <laughs> just vacuum it out and of the sky. And when the money starts coming, just up. bust out the shop vac. <laughs> I, I, you will get more money. More money will come. Is there come. a shop vac? How do you clean up the ones off of the stage? Is it a broom? You've done this before. Just pick it up. And the other, I think they the, just pick the other, it up. In the other variety. I think, I'm picturing so much money, though. I don't but think I'm you have a shop pick vac, it up. you will get more money. There are also tip jars. Ah, all right, tip jars it yeah, is. If you, can, if you can have people like throw wadded up money at you and catch it in the air with a shop vac. That's right. what I'm saying. That is right, true. Right, you, right, right. Yeah, Paul's right on this. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find, Stacey, you sent a little warning to us about what we couldn't, couldn't do. I'm looking for it right now. Oh. Anything about shop packs <laughs> in there? It. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no glitter. Okay. Uh, that is the best rule. Yay! Yes. That's how I knew I was playing ever. the right show. Yes. That's how I knew I was doing a classy show. <laughs> Fuck that <laughs> glitter. Glitter forever. It's the worst. Uh, uh, there's no fire. Okay. Um, yeah, that's easy. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is um, no nudity. But That's where I was like, oh. <laughs> there's a fine line, though. Okay. Um, pasties are allowed. Okay. And thongs are allowed. All right. I'm back in. Uh, Matt, cocksock. <laughs> cocksock underneath my overalls. I just want people to know it's there. Yeah, yeah. That's why you and bring pasties the shot are back. my overalls, too. Yeah. So I'll do that, too. Um, you got to get it off there. <laughs> they just can't be a see through thong. Okay. Okay, so I have to put those. I have to put those, those the sheer overalls that I had away. The ones that I was just going to basically wear. Do these rules apply to just, audience members as just well? Just turn Visqueen into a pair of overalls. I mean, dude, if you Which had queen? if you had clear overalls, Visqueen. those would be really neat to see. I actually think it's not a bad idea. Yeah, I kind of like this. There's, there's something to this. I think it's really funny to do clear overalls. That, there's a there's a trick really there, right? If I did a cl- with, with like come a out with clear overalls for one thing, point, that'd be like, really funny. I want, you, you know, I'm hiding all kinds of stuff in my overalls to, for the magic right. show. Here's this me I, now in the clear. Oh, overall. this is this is oh. your cups and balls with the clear yeah, plastic yeah, yeah. cups. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Have you guys? Or I think I've <laughs> talked about it. I think I've talked about it on this show or not. Uh, the, the dream is to, is, you know, for my water tank escape, uh-huh. you've, you've, have I talked about it in this show? I don't think so. Oh, I thought it'd be so funny. So if I dramatically put out like a water tank and then I came out like totally like in like, you know, like a, uh, whatever, just like a tight bathing suit or a whatever, suit. walk forward and then hold my breath and then kaplung, just splash so much water out of the tank. <laughs> yeah. That like by the time it settles, there's not enough. It's not high <laughs> enough for me to actually yeah. be submerged. Thing, yeah. So you still do all the things you do. Do all the locking, and I just pretend to hold my breath <laughs> and do a, do a water tank escape. I can blatantly totally breathe. Out. Yeah, it'd be funny. <laughs> I think that'd be so funny. That's a you just bit. make a giant mess. Yeah, just a giant do mess. One and just, joke, and I just so embarrassing. Do you like, do you like the lowest status water tank escape? Like to be like the most embarrassed, like tubby dude, yeah. just sitting there with like the water's not even around me. And you just, should just get a middle sized a middle sized aquarium and just sit in. Yeah, yeah. Do all oh, the yeah, tricks you while go. you're sitting in a mid-sized aquarium, <laughs> and just your butt is submerged. We'll see. We'll I'm see. thinking. I'm picturing a kiddie pool involved somehow. That yeah, could work yeah. Too. 
Is there room for a kiddie pool on stage? Absolutely. As long as you can uh, put it on fire. Only for you, though. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's filled with gasoline. Yeah. Uh, but this place is, the, I mean, the jackpot bar, you, you just said another thing. They're, they're putting an LED screen behind the stage. Yeah, it's a beautiful stage. They have, like, whole theater lighting. It seats uh, 110 people. Right. Yeah. Um, Very nice. But yeah, there's a whole LED back panel on there. They have fog machine. Okay, it's gorgeous. I I, I can't believe that's what this is. This is what this is what living in Las Vegas means. Yeah, the Jackpot Bar and Grill on Jones. That's right. <laughs> has a technical setup that is like superior to most of the theaters I play. Right. Around the yes, country. it's wild. Like like the fact <laughs> they're putting an LED back screen because you like send graphics and stuff to your tech support, and I was like, <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I'm sending graphics to the fucking Jackpot Bar and Grill show. Right. It's it's incredible. Yeah. But but but, but also and again because of your circus meetups and stuff, like the talent that's on our lineup is insane. Yeah, I'm very, very pleased with the amount of talent that I get in my show. You know, I've had people from America's Got Talent, Ripley's Believe It or Not, um, Penn and Teller Fool Us, um, people me. who have their yeah. own shows in Vegas. Like, just, Yeah. It's well, wild. it's also fun to have places to stop by. You know, like just mm-hmm. be able to stop oh, by yeah. a variety show is also a very fun thing to do as well. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us some of the other acts that are that are playing on, on February 4th? Yeah, we've got uh, Legia Way. She is um, an escape artist. She's right. multi-talented circus artist. Um, she's doing an es- uh, escape jacket uh, routine. We have. I'm like, it's a different show every month. And no, I, I understand. Just no, the take a moment to grab the poster. But, go yeah. ahead. Okay, here we go. We've got uh, Denichi. He's doing sideshow and bizarre magic. Great. Uh, we have, <laughs> I don't know what words I can and cannot say on here. Uh, anything. It doesn't matter. Anything okay. It doesn't matter to us. If it, if it matters to you, it, <laughs> no. that's what matters. Uh, we have Clit Eatswood. <laughs> Wonderful. Yes. Bravo. <laughs> Um, I'm just mad I didn't come up with that name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're doing a combination of sideshow clowning, drag, um, uh, all that fun stuff. Wonderful. We, we have Judgmentalists. That's we love right. Judgmentalists, yep. Uh, we have Death by Shimmy, which is a belly dance troupe. Uh, we've got Franklin Saint, who is a magician and mentalist. Great. Uh, we have uh, Lyra Angels. She's doing burlesque and contortion. And that's uh, that's I'm also going to be trying to do some contortion as well. Good. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. By accident. Um, don't show her up. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't worry so much about that. It's <laughs> so one thing I've always been known for. It's my flexibility. Oh, wow. <laughs> and not showing up other people. <laughs> and then I always perform, you know. Of yeah, course of course, I, of course. I, I now, do. are you working on different stuff for every month? Yeah. So and, it's my, my playground. It's where I get to try yeah. out new materials or even something that I might not even put in a show. I'll just be like, oh, this is a fun magic thing I've never done. Let's play with it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do you want to – what's one of the coolest things you've worked on for the show? I mean, everything before I put it in my, my main stage show, I try it out there. So, like, I've done Sub Trunk. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done uh, – last show, me and my assist or partner, we did a Grinder Girl routine, which is this metal corset yeah. with a grinder rotary tool and sparks shoot off, and she's twerking. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, just like sparks all over her booty. A lot of mystery there. A lot of mystery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although uh, I feel like that is an act that we could do. That's something we should do down on yeah. Fremont. Uh, 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 and sub, Paul twerks sub like nobody's for, barking and for, twerking. For our lay people listeners, uh, 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 substitution trunk. Meaning right. that like, uh, you see one person on top of the other person locked in a trunk. Yep. All of a sudden the curtain goes up and boom, you switch places. Unless you also have a dom trunk. 
In which case, it's a whole different act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, though. I'll tell you who else is very happy to get inside of a Dom trunk, and that is the following sponsor. Today's show, Mad Madeline's Ice Cream Social, is brought to you by Hamburger Liam's Vegan and Porkium. That's Hamburger Liam's Vegan and Porkium. Brought to you by David Smith. Uh, welcome to Hamburger Liam's Vegan and Porkium. Don't let the name fool you. There's no pork in our vegan pork. We call it vegan pork only for safety reasons. So people think it's okay to eat. It's not really, but there it is for you. <laughs> it's mostly sawdust. That's it. <laughs> okay. Wow. And it's, uh, how do you make it delicious? Oh, that's not the, ga- the goal here. No. The first step, <laughs> the first step is, well, we smoke it. Oh, good. Okay, good. Basically, just set it on fire. So it's burned sawdust. So, you know, <laughs> ash would be the better term for it. Okay. Ash. Is there like a special sauce or? Water. <laughs> oh, a water sauce? We like put a, a little bit of water sauce? on the ash, and it makes for a muddy kind of, it's easy to be formed into a patty shape. Okay. Ah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to. Take home the patty. Do I freeze it? Uh, do, how do how do I take it home? Well, I I suggest you eat it fresh. That doesn't oh, keep okay. well. <laughs> Burned sawdust with water is a r- is a right now kind of meal. Okay, right. Okay. It's right. got less. It's got less shelf life than a Taco Bell. Nice. Which is also mostly burnt sawdust. <laughs> Enter Hay Scoops checkout. Trade secret. <laughs> <laughs> How did the grinder thing not uh that doesn't count as fire? So we've had <laughs> ah! yeah yeah yeah. Um ask forgiveness <laughs> not permission. <laughs> it is no longer allowed. Uh, the, the one time only. The key to these shows is forgiveness <laughs> not permission. Matt, you know this. Yeah, spark uh, is I a do. very limited fire, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. it's technically not Fire, right? It's, it's actually it? not a thing that's on it's fire. Not a fire, and it's flammable. A spark can catch fire, mm-hmm. just like a lint, flint, whatever. Um, yeah, but it, well, in with, itself. with the grinders, it's because it, it, it's a friction blade on the on the grinder, on the angle grinder. You got a, fr- a friction blade on there, and then it's spinning fast enough that it heats the metal up enough that it, the metal starts to melt a little bit. And then the friction blade then grabs that piece of metal and throws it off. So the sparks with a grinder act, it's just a hot little dot of metal. Yeah. 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 That's what all about those, those are. Little... But yeah, they can that's definitely actually, set a fire. And that's what I've been called, a hot little dot of metal. What I've about called you that those many knee times. streakers yeah, yeah. that the performers at the Halloween Haunted Nights use when they come running up at you and they do a, a knee slide. And those yeah, are all yeah. equipped with sparks. Yeah, it's like flint on yeah. on a on knee pad. Yeah. yeah Would yeah, those yeah. be allowed? <laughs> just to get in, you can knee slide into the bar. Knee yeah. slide in. <laughs> it's just, psh, just a flash <laughs> into the bar, and then table for two, please. Yeah, and you just kind of go. Yeah, go the audience can wear the knee slide sparkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you said you talk about your your larger show. Um, where do you perform your your larger show? 
It's at Ahern Luxury Boutique Hotel. Mm-hmm. So it is right off of Las Vegas Boulevard and Sahara. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're local and familiar, it's near uh, World's Largest Gift Shop. Mm. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. So yeah, it's right on the corner there. Okay. Beautiful brand new showroom. So that's where you'll see my fire act with my assistant. You have um, permission to do fire there. Yes. Right. There I have. This um, is the Ahern that you're in. Right. It's, there. it's, it's where uh, Lucky Dragon used to be, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it opened as the Lucky Dragon uh-huh. Casino right oh, there. Oh, right there. Yeah. So so right down uh, past uh, the Golden Steer. It's right next to the Golden Steer. Yes. Yeah. Right next door. Yeah, the yeah. Mint is right over the there as there. well. Yeah. Okay, so it's right in Sahara. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. very it's close hot. to the Strip. Very close to uh, Sahara Hotel, mm-hmm. uh, the Strat. Uh, circus, circus, all right. that that whole little end of the strip. It, and it's how very often do you perform that. there? Once a month. Okay, cool. So next show is February seventeenth, and it's called Sin City Circus Sisters. So it's a duo show. Okay, cool. Yeah. Who's the other person? Legia Way. So Legia. she's she's going to be doing the Straight Jacket Escape um, at Secret Circus Vegas on the fourth. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. And so now at that at the Ahern Hotel, is it mostly hotel goers that go to your show there? Or no, do, it's is, it's mostly you know my fans and people who uh, want to see my my actual show. People who right. want to see it all, see sure. the full show, see the Absolutely. full deal. Uh-huh. The 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 Sin City Sisters of, of Sahara, Sin City Circus Sisters. <laughs> That's it, Sin City Circus Sisters. Somehow she kept spectacular out of that word, out of that out of that sentence. <laughs> I just want to keep. I'm gonna make her say it over and over until she spits all over us. And then yeah, just shower in it. That's all we oh need. Oh boy. Um, so uh, uh, that'd be gross, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I, I don't know how you want us to respond. Uh, very cool. So you're a busy person. Oh gosh, yeah. Okay. Where do people follow you? Uh, at Stacy Stardust. Instagram's my main uh, thing that I use right now. It's the and one that people hate the least at the moment. You're fair. Yeah. You're, you're safe there. Yeah. So, like, TikTok, every time I post fire content, they try to permanently ban me. They're like, this is really? unsafe. This is dangerous acts. Oh. Um, there's a lot of TikTok-fueled arson happening all across the, the world. Is there? People just see a TikTok with flames in it and they just light something on Bam! fire. fire. Bam. <laughs> um, I, Especially Emerald. That but, is so sad. I... I, I uh, Social media is such a nightmare to navigate. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we I, just know that we're bad at it. Yes, that's what we. That's but what if we, we try really to get know. good at, it, we hear things like this. Really, like you get banned for things that you're not even thinking about. Yeah. So yeah, they, so I mean they're... that. That's why I don't really use TikTok as much. And then YouTube, it's hard with the music. You have yeah. to be careful about copyrights with music. Um, and then my tag, Stacy Stardust. It's with an E Y S T A C S T A C E Y S T A R D U S T. I don't know. Matt also has to sing his own name as well. I've never sang that before, but here we go. Not only am I lacking TikTok presence, but I don't know how to sing my name. That's a really good one. Oh boy. A C E Y. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, do you want to? We're going to answer some 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 scoop mail listeners from our listeners. Do you want to stick around while we do that? Sure, I'll let's do some scoop us. mail. Uh, once again, uh, for February fourth, Jackpot Bar and Grill. Come see the uh, Secret Circus Vegas. That's uh, right, variety show. Eight thirty p.m. Eight thirty p.m. I will be there, judgmentalist, and a bunch of other very talented people. Uh, we got one. No here from- grinder this week. No grinder. I mean grinder. The website will be involved. <laughs> Grinder, <Grindr, laughs> a lot of meetups will be happening yeah. for sure. There will be sparks, but not <laughs> they little melting fly. pieces of metal. Right. right. Oh, we got an email here from LX Scoop. Uh, oh, and get, they give us uh, pronouns. That's the word I can't think of. Uh, he, they, he, they pronouns. 
Uh, hey, Facefuckers, I've been holding off on sending this email out of anxiety or whatever, but now I have a bit of a brag, so here it goes. Here we go. I'm 28 years old, and I've been a freelance lighting programmer off-Broadway since 2016. It's all non-union work, but I've worked on every level of commercial and non-profit theater. It's been my one and only job. Working in theater was the only thing that I've ever seen myself doing. While I was starting to be a bit disillusioned by it right before COVID, everything since then has really cemented the fact that I am no longer happy doing theater. Oh. oh. That took a twist. Anytime someone decides to not be in theater, they're usually making a fine decision in life. <laughs> yeah. It's very rare that I've met someone who got out of entertainment and then 10 years later said, boy, I shouldn't have done that. My child right now is assigned to do uh, uh, like a, a, a big presentation on an occupation to research a job and present it to the class. Yeah. And I asked him, what one are you, did you choose? And I was afraid he was going to say magician. Uh-huh. Because like, the questions are like, how many years or what experience do you need to do the job? That kind of stuff. Sure. And he says, soccer player. And I was like, uh, okay. Are you curious about any other job? Like, what's your second choice? Uh-huh. And he goes, actor. And I go, okay, do soccer. <laughs> do soccer. Do soccer. But I was like, there's definitely oh, more of like a cement thing that you can put down. This is how you can become a professional athlete. Yeah. But I was like, because, you know, all, all the requirements and stuff like that, I was like, there's, there's no requirements for actor. Yeah. So let's just do the other one. Uh, but I was just hoping he would say any kind of concrete occupation. Yeah. And just like but, concrete. Yeah. Working with so, concrete. So the day his answer isn't soccer player or actor, I'm going to be so happy. Right. So uh, this person getting out of theater. You didn't, get sure. a third, you didn't get a third option from him? I gave up on it. Okay. <laughs> up on it. Yeah. Just like you gave up on raising your children. That's part true, too. I said that I said that as I was pulling out of the driveway. <laughs> I give up. Just yelling out of your, out your window. I'm going to go a pack of smoke. She's like, you don't even smoke, Dad. I was like, I know. Be back I'm in a month. Starting now. <laughs> uh, so I'm no longer happy doing theater. Between bad storytelling, increasingly poor management and scheduling, and growing emphasis on how important this completely inaccessible and exploitive art form is, my desire to continue working in the industry has plummeted. That doing theater on a certain level, doing entertainment on certain levels, can be disheartening. Yeah. Like, like what the scoop is, is is describing here. I understand that. You've been there. Sure. I'm there. Ever since then. <laughs> ever since then. <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking to him from there. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm talking right Hey, I'm there. over here. I'm right there. Ever since then, I've been having a sort of identity crisis. So much of my life and identity was tied to theater. I, yep, this is just true as well. From my friend groups to my self-image, theater has been so ingrained in my existence that it's been very difficult coping with the idea of making such a drastic change. Uh, you, you all have made such wild swings in your lives and careers. This is great that we have Stacey here for this as well. I was hoping that you could talk a bit more about how you felt when you were making these changes in your life and, um, and ways you found to cope with it and grow. Now, for a bit of bragging. I've started doing fine art photography using my theatrical lighting skills. Oh. That is a great uh, perfect just, pivot. Pivot. Nice that's a, pivot. Yeah, I can't think of words today. That's a that's a perfect well, let's, pivot. So let's hold here for a sec. Uh, Stacey, anything come to mind when you hear him talking like that? Oh, I'm, I'm so relatable. Like, I was vegan for 10 years, and then I went not vegan, and I'm like, who, who am I? Like, what? And then you're like, what do I talk to people about when I first meet them? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Why are my conversations with the waiters so short? <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, and also his pivot to using his lighting skills. Right. That's why I always say, like, even if you want to switch your job, what what do you have now that you've been in that world? What do you have that's a superpower in another world? So if you know about lighting and how to rig lighting and stuff like mm-hmm. that, like that gives you a leg up sure. over the average person who decides to pick up a fancy camera and say, I'm a photographer. That's right. Absolutely. I just did my first fine art fair, the other art fair here in Brooklyn, and it felt so good to be sharing my work and selling it to strangers. Shameless plug, check out my Instagram or website, Adam Rose Studios, A-D-A-M-R-O-S-E-S-T-U-D-I-O-S. Uh, this definitely- Jacob, can you sing it? A D A M R O S C Studios. Yeah. Perfect. Much better. This definitely feels like I'm going in uh, the right direction now, but it's still very overwhelming starting a business. I found that the art world is similar enough to theater that it doesn't feel like I'm jumping into cold water with sharks quite as much as if I took an office job or something like that, but I do still feel overwhelmed and anxious about making such big changes to myself and obviously my identity. So, could you talk about what it was like for you making those changes and how you got through them? Jacob, maybe you have some thoughts from the uh, technical side. Fucking you in the face with some killer lighting. That's LX Scoop. LX Scoop. LX Scoop. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, go ahead, Jacob. Oh, uh, he literally, he left it off with a question to you, motherfucker. He did. And then I started doing other things. Okay. Uh, I can talk, but I just figured he asked you. Uh, yeah, no. Um, let, me, let me see. What was the what was the specific question to me? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like Matt was saying with the with the lighting. There is you you learn, especially doing uh, doing theater, uh, doing different forms of kind of stage entertainment and running those things. You learn uh, what I always call I, I always refer to it as rhythms. You learn the rhythm of entertainment, and and what I mean by that is you learn. Uh, you know, you you walk into from the from the time you walk into the venue, you want to get people into that rhythm. You want to get them feeling the the way that you intend for them to feel, the way that you want your art to make them feel, and uh, and so going into that, it, going into a just kind of a different art form, you can still definitely lean heavily on that. And when I say art form, I mean that broadly. You can use that in like if you're setting up a shop to sell uh, little curio cabinets or something. Like you can you can use these same techniques to do to just get people into that mindset that, where you want them as they as they enter your establishment, as they experience your establishment. So it, with your with your uh, photography, you can you're going to be able to tell stories better. Yes. Than than somebody who doesn't have the the necessary experience that you have. Uh, you're going to be able to you know, uh, arrange those photos in such a way. You're going to be able to, to put them in such a way. And you're going to be thinking of them differently than a lot of other people would think of them. And it's not going to be something that someone is going to come up to you and say, I appreciate that this is here. I appreciate that there's like, some ambient music playing in the background. I appreciate uh, with the, the layout that you've done here. They're not going to appreciate those things consciously. Yes, but they are. You're you're going to see the appreciation. You're going to you're going to experience them experiencing this, and you're going to you're going to look at them, and you're going to realize, hey, these these little touches that I'm making, that is important. That is a big deal. Uh, even though these people don't realize that it's that it's there, even though they don't realize it's a big deal, on that subconscious level, it's making them more comfortable. It's making them more amicable. It's making them more open to uh, to taking in your art. Yeah, and uh, I'll just say from someone who switched to Magic late in life as well, um, like I just played the Magic Castle, and 
my friends who aren't magicians would want to stick up, stick around after my sets to 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 say hello and that kind of stuff. Right. And then magicians would also stick around. And some magicians I respect, some are just strangers, love to give you notes. Yeah. Right? And I'm still, I have to remind myself that I'm still very new to magic. Mm-hmm. And so I want to fight back sometimes or swear. And, and, and I would say sometimes the notes are not helpful at all yeah. or just impossible to do or just, you know, asking me to do things that I can't do as a craftsperson. Um, but then you get, like, once in a while, you just get, like, a really good note that helps. Like, there's, I got a note on a trick that I've done a thousand times and just he just said uh, change the order where you do this and this or whatever and and at first I want to be like I have, like this trick kills every time this is my most like reliable yeah. trick it's the one I'm doing on February 4th um, uh, but they just changed the order which I did something and I was like oh that was better like and so I would say like make sure you're always biting your tongue and swallowing your pride <laughs> and then because even though knowing that maybe only 10 or 20% of the notes you'll get from other people in the field are helpful. Uh, At most. It's your ability to take those in that's going to help yeah. you grow faster and move faster uh, to do it. So that that's a weird specific note to give. Well, and oftentimes, too, someone, someone will give you an unasked for note. I'm sure you ex- you've experienced this as well. Uh, they, they, will give, they will present you with a note that you weren't really asking them for. But the th- one thing you can learn from that, you don't have to take their advice on how to fix the problem. But you can take from that, oh, this person experienced a little bit of an issue right here. Yeah, yeah. The, the, Let the, me explore the, this spot a little bit. Their idea was terrible. What, yeah, we that's talk a about stupid is, uh, idea uh, that they presented. Symptom, symptom diagnosis. That's it. The symptom is correct. The diagnosis is way wrong. Right. right. Well, well, you have a headache. Get, bash your head with a rock. Yeah. Right. And then uh, I would but say might... on, the, uh, on the changing up all the time, getting into new stuff, that's, uh, you know, that's a skill in and of itself. And it's a trick you have to learn as far as you're always going to be a little bit nervous. You're always going to be a little bit scared. If you're not, there's something wrong. But the confidence comes from going, from pushing through the fear, not vice versa. Right? You don't get, you don't build yourself up. Oh, I can do this. No problem. Like, no, I'm, this is going to be a struggle, but I'm going to do it anyway. Right? Uh, with With all the new stuff. And then the things you learn through that process are even greater because we're ne- none of us are ever truly ready for whatever is coming. Uh, and you're also a guy, so you're lucky. Uh, <laughs> I know women in magic yeah. uh, get more notes from people who aren't even in magic about magic. Honestly, I wish I got more notes. I feel people are like, oh my God, that's so amazing. You're so great. And I'm like, you just want to get in my pants. Can you like give me some actual criticism? Like they'll let women, like I see these women, they post really crappy magic and everyone's like, that was great. Oh my God, you're so awesome. And I'm like, I literally can see like the wire. What? I, yeah. What? That's um, also true. All right, I will. I will come to the show on the fourth, and I will bring a notepad, and I will just. I will just note the shit out of it. Listen here. Listen here, it ugly. Will be a blank page. Yeah. <laughs> listen. My, sorry, listen here, ugly face. Here's my notes for you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna give you notes, but okay. <laughs> Lose the clear overalls. Yeah. This would be so Make funny. Them more opaque. Clear overalls with your underwear would be really a hoot. I'm just. I'm also trying to think how you can do clear overalls and not have them just be. Painfully hot. Yeah, just totally just no, sweaty. Just gonna, yeah, you're just gonna be sweaty and musty. See through yeah. these overalls and, yeah. and just a large sweaty man. They'll start mesh to fog up. Oh, mesh! There you go. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. just a mesh breather stripe, but like a tuxedo style. Oh, fishnet. Fishnet. Yep. There we go. Now we're talking. Yeah. All right, we're we're gonna workshop this. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna get there. Scoop fest. Yeah. Oh, let's see. We got an email here from Smokehouse. Oh, your God. I finally saw a scoop in the wild today at work, and oh. I have never been so happy. Wow. I work, as a, I work as a video promo guy for a convention center in a small town stadium. In a WWE VIP line today, a guy was wearing an amazing Pegasus shirt. Nice. So, not to disrupt the line or make myself stand out too much, I softly called out, Salt Park. Yes. No this response. Is how our listeners speak to each other. Yes. No response. So I did a little louder and again and again. At this point, I figured he was just too embarrassed to be associated with a scoop and such a formal event like a WWE <laughs> VIP line. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I decided to work my way closer to him. And after finally positioning myself right behind him in line, I placed my hand on his shoulder and I whispered, Salt Park, <laughs> into his ear. He was not a scoop. <laughs> I knew it. Guys, I made a horrible mistake in the name of the cult today. Definitely not a cult. In an unrelated note, is anyone hiring? Happy face fucking with the dick tit farmers downtown at the tit factory. Uh, that's the smokehouse. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thanks, Thank smokehouse. You, Good try. Good <laughs> try. Good try. Yeah, it needs, gotta, to be, uh, needs to be our branded merchandise. Just because it's a pig with wings. That ain't us yeah. necessarily. That can be a skepticism uh, symbol in and of itself that it's yep. not associated with our podcast. Yeah. But thank you for thinking you thought you saw one of our listeners. But a in the solid wild. try. Yeah. A solid try. You could have obelisked him right there. You could have just tried to get him to turn him onto our podcast. Yeah, right that's, there. that's after the he, big After thing, he yeah. put his hand on his shoulder yeah, from behind him and, and whispered into his ear. Creeped him out. That's the time to. Now that I've creeped you out, do you want to listen to Matt and Magnus Ice Cream Social? No. With me in the car? Here's a link. I have some notes for you. Ugly face. Uh, we got one from Cincy Scoop. Uh, dear Matt, Paul, and Jacob, Brazilian Scoop here. Oh. No, it's not Oh, it says Cincy Scoop. Scoop. <laughs> oh, wait. Brazilian Scoop. Oh, wait. No, no, no. It oh, gets okay. explained. There's, ex- there's an explanation. Matt was right. What? Oh, about what? At episode 1000. I'm not used to this feeling. I feel sick to my stomach yeah. right now. At episode 1000 in Pittsburgh, I had a, a lovely man on my arm for the duration. And as we all said goodbye at the end, Matt told me, He's a keeper. Boy, was he ever right. (laughs) Turns out, I am too. So yesterday, at the time of this writing, we got married. I am the happiest I've ever been. Congratulations. Really, really good. Um, Oh, there's some uh, pictures in the pod therapy Discord. Not the most risky uh, off-the-hip comment if someone's holding your arm for me to be like, he's a keeper. Right. As a small talk conversation. I don't want to take full credit for knowing something. Take the credit. Take Take full credit. Just take it. I knew it! <laughs> and we're starting our new life together. We just wanted to say thanks to the three of you for all the laughs, the inside jokes, and the otherwise very unlikely connection that may never have happened at all. Through the course of our relationship, we've both been uh, open to so many new things and shared so much by having a yes and attitude to each other. Hell Clear yeah. Base. We are uh, good advice. We are grateful for that lesson from you. Also, uh, thank you for helping me find the love of my life. Lastly, because changing your name internationally is a clusterfuck that I chose to not put myself through, I will at least be changing it in the scoop realm. Okay. I hereby relinquish my title as Brazilian Scoop and now embrace Mrs. Cincy Scoop. 
Aww. Oh, very We nice. won't be able to make it to Scoop Fest this year, but hopefully next year, or, or uh, maybe we'll see you at whatever event we can manage to put together for pod therapy, blissfully fucking you in the face, the former Brazilian Scoop, a.k.a. Mrs. Cincy Scoop. Oh, congratulations. Awesome. Congratulations. That's so exciting. Um, I uh, I believe I know exactly who this is, but, I, but the Scoop names and names... Uh, except, but I believe these are the people that helped get me Topo Topo Chico when I was oh, on yeah. tour with uh, with the Foolers. So heroes, heroes, yes, yes, and uh, and she also helped set up the uh, um, uh, Discord for Abercrombie. So oh, very cool! Beautiful. I'm indebted to this couple. Yeah. A, a huge fan. All right, love it. Uh, well, let's do a little jock versus nerd, and of course, we have a lifeline in Stacey studio today. Can help us all. Gonna help us out. Answer trivia. You got a good trivia game, Stacy. What do you think? Oh yeah. gosh, no! You'll was- <laughs> <laughs> fit right in. Perfect. Well, hopefully, this one won't be all sports. All right. On the hunt for balls. Explosion of viscoing sweat. Yeah. Dear Hoosiers of the churn, uh, only Paul Mattingly understands the depth of that insult the way that us in St. Louis do. How dare you? I have beef with you. And that beef is wrapped inside a ravioli, which has been breaded and deep fried. In episode 1066, torn and restored, Jacob and Paul did some smack talk about my beloved hometown gateway arch. Oh, <laughs> I, have, the arch, I, I did. I did talk smack right. on your arch. Yes, my youngest wanted me to take him there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though the arch may not be as glitzy and glamorous as the topless wonders of Las Vegas, it is impressive as an artistic, engineering, and political feat. As penance, I have created this scooperty, <laughs> which will help you appreciate the significance of the USA's <laughs> tallest national monument. Okay. If completed, we can squash this beef like a rope of Provel cheese. Yes, it's made in ropes. It is a blend of cheddar, Swiss, and provolone with some liquid smoke added in. Good luck, face fuckers. Okay. That's, the fro- that's from Frozen Cusser. Thanks, Frozen Cusser. All right, Cusser. Frozen Cusser. Let's see here. The categories are older than internet, government built, uh, government built. Which is taller and arch fun facts? All right. Okay. All right. Uh, by the way, this the St. Louis like arch, the... still lame. <laughs> we're going to learn something. It feels like the here, questions will be yeah. on, on, on topic, it feels yeah. like to me. We'll I learn think something. So. Yeah. Uh, do you know, uh, Stacey, do you know anything about the St. Louis arch? Nope. Do you know what city it's in? St. Louis. Nailed it. <laughs> 200 points for Stacey. Got it in yep. one. Uh, I'll just start top left. I'll go older than the internet for 200. Is it older than the internet, the strat? This is tough because what are we counting as the age of the internet? Right. Are we talking about like when the government only used it uh, in the armed forces? Right. Or when because it was technically what like eighty seven, eighty six. The internet. I mean, when the government started using it, was it earlier than that? Even. I mean, the internet. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Also, I don't know when the strat was built. Right. Stacy doesn't either. Should we just look up now for, for fairness to all three of us? Just see what the internet says the birth date is, uh, what the oh, birth date of the internet I is. I like this. Let's see here. So that way we at least we know what we're uh, doing. We so have we're not a, just confused a range. for four questions what straight. What year was the internet invented? Well, I mean, the, the oh, answer says, will probably tell us. Oh, that's true. Uh, well, well, this says October of 69. But that's. Whoa. Okay. So that's. Yeah. That? That's, okay. that's BBS is just chatting each other up that's just, from. Yeah, military yeah, yeah. bases. Yeah. Dot code. yeah. All right. Well, well let's see. Right, I'll, well, I'll say uh, the Strat is younger than the internet, though. Okay. I think the Strat was built post 69. Uh, is it older than the internet? 
No. No. So yes, the strat is younger than the so other. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. 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 Right. There we go. All right, Paul, you're up. Uh, I'll try an arch fun fact. All right. This is the nationality of arch designer Eero Saarinen. S a a r i n e n. Oh, and there's a pronunciation Saranin. as well. Saarinen. Uh, and what uh, Arrow didn't live to see about the Gateway Arch. Wait, what? So this is the nationality and what Arrow didn't live to see about the Gateway Arch. So Arrow's the designer. What? Right. I don't understand the form so I of think, this question. I think you're trying to ask the nationality of Arch designer Arrow. Right. Yeah, so what, what nationality was, was Arrow? E-R-O. E-E-E-R-O. At this point, let's just end the episode, yeah? We're yeah. never going to get past this question. <laughs> <laughs> we just can't. We barely read it. We can't. I'll, we just can't I'll, break it down. Uh, it's a 200-point question. Yeah. I'll, I'll guess Egyptian. All right. Finish. Oh, okay. oh, oh he didn't live I to see it. the arch get I was finished. like, I couldn't, I couldn't figure that out. Yeah. That was the riddle finished. that none of us knew. Yeah. That's clever. Yeah. Really ah. hard to answer, but very clever. <laughs> uh, let's do, uh, what's the third category? Which is taller? I'll do which is taller, please. For 200, the Wynn or the Gateway Arch? Mm. The Wynn Hotel and Casino here in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada? Or the Gateway Arch That's in St. Louis. I'm going to go with the Gateway Arch. Gateway Arch is correct. Nice. 50-50. We did it, guys. Yep. We did it. Uh, it's back to me. I am staying away from I all of the I he wanted internet. me to guess when. That's why. I was like, oh, ah. I think he wants me. I'm going to go government built for 200. It's a daily double. It's still just for 200. Uh, was it built by the government? The Strat. Uh, okay. I mean, is this going to be like one of these like, like public, a government funded? Technically, fun, it was. Funding. Yeah, did they did they get I don't a grant? Think so from because remember how right. there was supposed to be a gorilla climbing on the side of it and stuff. Like that doesn't sound like a. I government don't know. Project. That. I you don't, didn't know you that? Say that. Like we. No. Oh yeah, that was the original intent. Was you were going to be able to, to ride Stacey? a gorilla up the side of the strat? Five years okay. ago, so she's not, you're not going to know any of the no. Vegas stuff there. No, that's no, true. That, that was all. in the original design. It was going to be like a Where King from? Kong climate. Uh, I'm just going to say no. no the, the, New York City. New York City. I'm just going to say no. The uh, Strat was not built by the government. No, it was not. There, you, I was going to say that it almost had a gorilla climbing up it. It almost had a gorilla. That's what I've been told. Paul, you're up. Uh, I will try Arch Fun Facts again. All right. Got to redeem myself. Even though it has nothing to do with an opening date, why is June 30th a significant date for the Arch? Hmm. That was the day that King Kong picked it up and used it as a telephone. Hello. <laughs> Did the big hello bit. to the, like, Yeah, hello. hello. It was very funny. June 30th. Can't forget it. Oh, boy. Well, nothing to do with the opening. Uh, oh, uh, ooh. Do I want to guess again? I want to put myself deeper in the hole. I'll guess. I'll guess it's when their elevators started working. Okay. Uh, the arch is 630 feet tall, and the date reads 630 in USA formatting. Oh, oh it's a it's cute like date 9-11. Thing. Yeah. Great. All these answers are fascinating. Really hard to answer these. Really yeah. hard well, to unless you're really into the answer. arch, which I am yep. not. <laughs> Matt, you're up. Uh, what's the second category? Government built. Government, Government built. built. 400, please. Let's see. 
Uh, was it built by the government? The Hoover Dam. Yes. The Hoover Dam. Is it going to be false? The Boulder Dam was. Right. Uh, yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a good, good guess. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Solid. Uh, I'll stick with government built for 600. That's the other daily double. Uh, let's see here. Uh, was it built by the government? Circus Circus. Could be a trick question. It could be. Could I don't be. know. I don't think so. If if it was built by the government. Which it would, government? It would be the coolest government, <laughs> coolest thing the government's ever done. Yeah. I mean, if you know. If it was built by the CIA to like trap people, like, you know, they kind of were behind like art pricing and stuff oh, like yeah. that. It they did cool build Congress, so it wouldn't be the first time they built a house for clowns. Huh? Am I right? Oh, Am I right? Oh, oh, beep, 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 oh beep. shots fired. Stay down. Oh, man. Now we're going to get our mail opened. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to say, by no, no, Circus Circus was not built by the government. No, it was not. Good okay. guess. <laughs> All right. Paul. Oh, fun facts about the arch. <laughs> just defeatedly getting into it. Until 2018, the Gateway Arch sat on the smallest national park in the U.S. The park was named for this president that arranged for the purchase of the land that the arch sits on. Taft. <laughs> Let's try it. <laughs> Jefferson. It was renamed to Gateway Arts National Park in 2018. Just firing tap. I was I honestly mean, thinking I'm about not... guessing Jefferson just because of the Louisiana Purchase. Good call. Oh, funny. That would have been a good call. <laughs> um, Matt, you're up. Stacy, what, what category? Where should I go, Stacy? I'll take your input here. <laughs> what category do you have? Government built for 800. Government oh, built right. for 800. This is the 50-50. Was it built by the government? The St. Louis Gateway Arch. <laughs> oh, let's see here. What's your gut on this, Stace? Uh, do people call you Stace for short, or do you hate it? And I just I'll did something obnoxious. It, go for it. Okay. Or are you just sitting what, there what lamenting? What have we been talking about? The been in St. Louis. The, the big, big arch in St. Louis. Louis. Yeah. Okay, so this is the Gateway. Where, what is the Gateway? No, it's the same arch? thing. It's the same oh, thing. yeah. 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 Well, they call, it's the full name of it is the Gateway Arch. Okay. Well, we know the designer. We know. Yep, and we know who's Finnish. Yeah. Yep. Oh gosh! We can pass it. We don't have to answer. No. I mean, it's a fifty-fifty, but it is you a 50, lose 50. money, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a national monument money, now, but did it start that way, right? Oh, that's true. Oh, All right, I'll I pass. Say, okay. Uh, passes to me. What were you going to say, Stacey? Yes. You're going to say yes? It was. <laughs> I'm bad at trivia. I'm rolling <laughs> with you. Yes, it was built by the government. Yes. Da, 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 da. Oh. So now, oh, take my money, Jacob. So now, it. technically, would the Statue of Liberty qualify as a yes, even though that was a gift from France? It was built by the French government. Right. Yeah, but not no, our but government. I think, I think, no, but I think our government funded the Euro designer. I don't think it was you a might gift be right. from the designer. I don't know. Us. Yeah. I don't know. It'll come up in the next question, so Let's we'll know hope. in the next one. Right. Uh, it's me. I'll try um, Older Than Internet for 400 uh, is it older than the internet? The Las Vegas Sphere. <laughs> oh, boy. No. Pretty, no. No, it's not. No. It's not. No. not I was close. right. Yeah. Paul. Arch fun facts to close it out. For 800, the mathematical shape of the arch is a weighted cantonary arch through, or though many people think it is this more common mathematical shape, which describes the path of a ball when it's kicked in the air. Your um, mom's mouth. Right, uh, an ellipse. Sure. 
A parabola. A parabola. Uh, of oh, course, parabola. parabola. Of course, parabola. Yeah. We all know the difference between eclipse and parabola. Definitely. We, just, we talk about it all the time. We're not going to discuss it right now because no. we've discussed it so many times uh, no, in the past. A parabola exactly. has an elliptical shape, but a parabola is the definition of, yeah. Got it. I if don't you know. say that word one more time, you're going to regret it. Parabola. Matt, you're up. Uh, older than the internet, please. For 600. Is it older than the internet? Circus, circus. Okay, so now we're getting to the definition of the when when stuff was built. Yep. That's right. Which it absolutely could be older than the internet. That one's pretty old. Yeah. That, one, that one's older, yep. I think some What's of the, the scores, YouTube Jacob? reviews oh, are older than uh, most people. That's true. Uh, let's see. Circus. I have 2,200. Matt has 600. Paul it has negative 2,000. Okay. <laughs> a perfect negative so I got on answers that, uh, to get kind of get back into thing. it. That's right. And second place seems secure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, For let's now. Let's see. Uh, I think Circus Circus is younger than the internet. Okay. So oh. is it older than the internet? No is your answer. Yeah. Yes. Oh. All right. The answer is yes. I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, you did have a 50-50 shot. Yep. It's my turn. I'll go, which is taller for 400? Circus Circus or the Gateway Arch? There's a theme. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to try to remember back to earlier in this game when we had the same question about the The arch wind. was taller than the win. That's the information I'm looking for, so I'm going to say no. Or yeah. no, I'll say the Gateway Arch is taller than Circus Circus. Yes. The Gateway Arch is taller. There you is go. Isn't the win taller than Circus Circus? That's what I'm thinking, yeah. yeah. It is, yeah. Uh, Paul, you're up. I'll try older than the internet for a fitty fitty. All right. Is it older than the internet? The Gateway Arch. Yes. Who could have seen that one coming? Yes, it is. Hooray. Matt, you got which is taller for six or eight hundred? I'll go eight hundred. Yeah, make up some points. The Strat or the Gateway Arch? The Strat. I think the Strat's taller as well. The Strat is taller. Yeah pretty tall and i'm closing out the category and the game which is taller for 600 the statue of liberty on the grounds of new york new york hotel and casino or the gateway arch oh that's a ooh, that's gonna be a close seat nah nah arch i think bigger. it's the arch, arch i think the arch is bigger, is bigger yeah. than the than the new york new york hotel casino statue Gotta of liberty. Yep. the gateway arch is bigger yep, yep. yep. Yeah, it's big. And that is the game. I win. I officially know the most about the St. Louis Arch with 3,200 <laughs> points. Matt knows the second most about the St. Louis Arch with 800 points. And Paul knows the least about the St. Louis Arch of the three of us with minus 1,200 points. However, Stacy, I feel like, is the real loser in this game. <laughs> She's the one who had to watch us play it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this is not the best one to have a guest in turn for, but it doesn't matter because it's over. <laughs> but uh, uh, come see uh, myself. And Stacy's show, February 4th at the uh, Jackpot Bar and Absolutely. Grill on Jones. They got a new fancy LED screen they're just putting in over there. You're going to find out whatever trick they're not going to be allowed to do next month. Yep. <laughs> you know, you got to figure that out. Do you, yeah. have a trick that, do you have a trick that uh, you think might get banned after they see it this time? I mean, our, the whole point of the show is to do wild, risque stuff that people can't do anywhere. It's like a late night Vegas show. So, you know, any anything goes. I have had... Um, so there was one trick that I did. Um, this was at Artifice before we moved to Jackpot. Right. And it, it, they did something a little a little, um, little, spicy with religion related. Okay. And, um, that won't get you in trouble here, just so you know. But the crazy no. thing is. So what was it? Uh, what was it? So he. They fucked the Pope. Whoa. Kind of. Right um, on stage. So it was basically. That'd be great. He had a photo of Jesus 
that he was making out with, and then he brought out a dildo and was like touching it up and down and excited about the Jesus photo. Okay, he all was, right. Um, and the crazy part that is, to me sounds like a compliment. I was trying out a new act and. I had a stooge in the audience, mm-hmm. and my stooge got so offended Perfect. by this oh. that he walked out. Oh, and so you oh, can do no. it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the definition of a stooge right there. Um, yep. I, was, yeah, I was like, all right, cool. Guess I'm not doing that. <laughs> That's, That's funny. You never know. That's really funny. <laughs> I always find Not a big Moss X fan, this guy. I know, I know. Yeah. There goes yeah. my... My Jesus 69 bit that I was going to do. Yeah. <laughs> I find it so bizarre in this town that someone would get offended by religious stuff at a late night show. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's it says in the text, like, expect anything and everything. This is a spicy show. It's not. Everybody thinks they're like, not going to be easily offended. That's yeah. the worst thing about working in comedy. <laughs> That's true. Here's my question. Have the, I have a great sense of the, humor. Uh, yeah. The depiction of the Christ. Was this a uh, brown skin, brown eyed, uh, Middle Eastern appearing human being or was this the uh Christo fascist blue eyed blonde haired Jesus <laughs> that we have been uh fed <laughs> the the, the Obi Wan Kenobi looking motherfucker that hangs out in most of the churches you see around town. Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah see so so that doesn't even if if that person was even remotely interested in investing in their true faith that wouldn't have offended them at all because that's a depiction that is completely and objectively incorrect from Wait, are you how saying that person would have appe- offended religious person. <laughs> I know. Can you believe show? it? He's only might surface. not have supreme He's, logic. I or? might think he, he might be only surface level Christian. Yeah, could be. Oh, could be. Could be. Could be. That a performative, would just be too bad. Could be a performative asshole making a show of walking out offended. Yeah. Could be what. While he's we're doing. talking about this, I'm going to tell you about a bathroom that I was in in Texas a couple oh, weeks boy. ago. Okay. Uh, I was I was in this this uh, shop with uh, two of my nieces, and we were walking through. They needed a birthday present for someone. They're they're you know 18 and, and 23 years old respectively and uh while they were doing their shopping i had to pee so i, I look around for a bathroom there's a, a room in the back of the of this establishment but it has uh you know a sign that says uh pub not not a public restroom something like that so i go up to the front ask the uh, the woman that was the proprietor say hey, you know the the restroom back there uh i, I don't you have a restroom i need to use a restroom can i use it or, or is that just not cool with you she said no no, no. You go ahead. Uh, I've had people that have that have messed it up in the past, so I, I just keep it as not a public restroom now. Smart, so, great, fine. Uh, so she goes, please don't make a mess. So, uh, no guarantees. Noted. <laughs> uh, so I head on back there and I open up. So I a, put on my blindfold, took out my baseball bat. That's right. Uh, so I go back there and um, the the <laughs> bathroom. The baseball bat. That's, that's right. the way to enter every bathroom. <laughs> I put on my blindfold, took on my baseball Pinata bat, style. opened up the, back the door. Look out, motherfuckers! I'm coming through. Good I'm luck. Something and so hopefully candy falls out of it. <laughs> so the the water closet of a of a bathroom that this was, yeah, uh, was small enough that there was not a position that I could stand in in this room where I could extend both of my arms out straight to the side in mm-hmm. a, a Jesus like cross mm-hmm. position. However, there were eight pictures of Jesus in this bathroom. Wow. Six crucifixes. 
and a small table. And a partridge in a pear tree. A small table that was of a height that if you sat on the toilet, it would be directly in front of you like a desk mm-hmm. with a very ornate Bible sitting on oh, this. Oh, my. so they want you to straight up sit on the shitter and read the Bible. Yeah. It was the oddest bathroom that I've ever seen. I that think person that's would not have liked a, the Jesus That includes act. the fucking El Cortez bathroom where I watched an old man masturbate. <laughs> yeah, but see, that's the thing. Like, if that El Cortez had been littered with uh, Jesus paraphernalia, chances yeah. are he might have taken a, a... Well, or maybe he would have been he turned have on even more. You never know. Yeah, Ma- who know. knows? Who knows? We I mean, know. Jesus is topless in a lot of those pictures. That's Depends right. on what so, kind of... Are, are we talking Obi-Wan Christ? Because, you know, everybody wants to bang it to you and... That's right. Obi Wan yeah. Christ is also my rapping name. Thank so you. you know. Yeah, it was uh, uh, one of the more off-putting bathrooms that I've ever been in, <laughs> including the old guy masturbating in El Cortez. Yeah, it's, it's just, you're developing quite a list. Yeah, your top five is going to be is going to make it its own bathroom reading novel. That's right. I think Matt right was right. He should have. You should have th- thrown on a blindfold and come in swinging. <laughs> It was so weird. Uh, and I walked out and I looked at that woman, the proprietor of the place, in a very different light. Because, yeah, I uh, bet like, so. Like, now I'm looking at her going like, that's just her private bathroom. <laughs> yeah. But that's what it's set up for. Like, uh, okay, then. Uh, I want to thank Pendulette for creating this podcast. Thanks, Ben. I want to thank Stacey Stardust for coming in and being a thank guest so here much. with us today. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank you for bringing me into your show on February 4th. Awesome. Looking forward to it. 8.30 p.m. And where can people go to uh, to buy tickets early? So if you go to at Secret Circus Vegas um, or my um, my Instagram page, Stacy Stardust, um, either of those links, you can get tickets. Yeah. Fantastic. And tickets available at the door as well? Yeah. So if you buy early, right now we have early bird tickets, so they're only 20 bucks if you buy now. At the door, they're 30 Okay. There you go. Save yourself some money and get the tickets in advance. And that is the Jackpot Bar and Grill on Jones Boulevard here in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. February 4th. The show starts at 8.30 p.m. Make sure to get there early. Get a good seat. Buy some booze. Uh, they have food as well, I assume, because yeah. they have grill right there in the name. I bet yeah. they grill that food. It'd be weird if you could just buy grills. That'd be really weird. <laughs> it's like a Home Depot. George, That'd be George like, Foreman's like, bar. <laughs> just yeah. to walk out with a grill. It's a great show. And thanks for the grill. George yeah. Foreman bar uh, and grills, and you just <laughs> you can only buy the grills. He doesn't have serve food. Right, doesn't have a food and license. Thank uh, the people who support us over here on patreoncom slash scoops. Uh, I want to thank uh, very fine people who do not show their nipples because of the pasties. Thank you, Scoop Nick, Scoop Neon Black, Scoop Lakisa, Scoop Neck, Patty Wax, Scoop Kata, uh, Scoop JD, Scoopiter Ascending, Scoopia Loren, Scoop Gar, and the Jizz Whalers. All right. Uh, Scooper Nova Girl, Scooper Intendant, Scoopaluga, Scooped Mids, Scoop Paul's Drag Race, Scoopa Troopa, Scoopamania, Scoopaholic, and Scoop T. I want to thank the following individuals who are giving off more sparks than a great white concert. Salt Lick Scoop, Scallet <laughs> Mingle, or Socket Mingle, Ryer Appledorn, Ryan Hayward, Ryan, Rue Scooptania, Roxy Mojica, Rose, Ron Heck, Roger Taylor, Roger Edge, Rodimus Scoop, Robots Ahoy, Robert Paulson, Robert Korb, Riz Scoops Me, Richard Hill, Richard Graffiti, Richard Fastnot, Richard Dunn, and Remember the Alamode. That's a great one. All right. And I want to thank the following people who are all taller than 630 feet. <laughs> uh, Scoop Skywalker, Scoop of Saltwater, Scoop Nurse, Scoop Me Hard, Scoop Lord Tristan, Scoop K, Scoop Jesus, Scoop Du Jour, Scoop It Real Good, Scoop Emily, Scoop Dave Ill, Scoop Chang the Beijing Bugle, 
Scoop Bucky, Scoop Brady, Sarah Boyle, Sonia Petrovich, Sam Reed, and Sam Motley. Big thanks to all these scoops who, before they hit the toilet, throw on that blindfold and grab a bat. Refrigerator <laughs> Perry Scoop, Ran Chan Does Things, Randy Glenn, Randy, Ralph Barrett, Raggedy Girl, Radioactive Scoop, Quiet Quiet Scoop, Pyro, Proto Scoop, Proper Scoop, Professor Big Scoop, Pick It Up, Pick It Up, Pick It Up, Philip Guyton and Phil Tomlinson. And the following scoops all have see-through overalls. That's Phil Renley, Peter Sanzone, Peter McDougall, uh, Peter Hunts, Peter Hines, uh, Peter Burford, Peter Bougie, Pete Romano, Rebecca Scoop, Peanut Butter Scoop, P.E. Scoop, Polygon, Paula, Paul's brother, Paul Luxon, Paul Levesque, Paul Chamberlain, Patrick Webb, One Fell Scoop, Nikki Benoit, Nicole Levin, Nick, uh, Nicole Busenbark, Nick Farr, Nicole, uh, Nicholas Petty, Neil Oh, yeah, Neil Flesh, Neil Neilapolitan, uh, Nathan's Meat Tube Sandwich Scoop, Nathan Hooten, Nathan Clay, Mrs. Johnny Australia, Mr. Head Scoop, Motor City Smitty, Monica Day, Monadnock Scoop, Mohan Nair, Mitzula, and Minty Scoop. Thank you all so much. We love you. Thank you all so much. If you want to be thanked on air or get a plethora of prizes and rewards, prizes galore. A plethora? Head on over to preachingfun.com and sign up for our Patreon today. And if you, like me, think the St. Louis Arch eh, is kind of not that great, head over to fartsinabag.biz. Farts, 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 Beef That's right. That's fartsinabag.biz. That along with preachingfun.com, it takes you over to our Patreon page, where for as little as $2 a month, you can help keep this show on the air, keep us rocking, keep us kicking. It's, uh, it's great. We like doing it. Yeah, we appreciate all your support. Uh, do it now. Uh, also consider coming out to Scoop Fest May 9th, 10th, and 11th at the Orleans Casino. Uh, get your tickets now because we got to do fill out the sizes. We need to know what size shirt you're going to yeah. wear um, and do it soon. Uh, thanks so much. Thanks again, Stacy. Stay safe out there. We love you, and we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. My name is J-A-C-O-B. I really like just spelling your name out, but singing. Me too. I got to figure out what my tune's going to be. I got to yeah. think about this long and hard. Springsteen, you think? Yeah, yeah. M-A-T-T. We're fun. Paul, what's your tune for your name? Uh, Boy, it'd be... Paul, 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 Paul. P A U L L. Yeah. Well, you added a second L. All right. <laughs> no. yeah. See ya.